This is a KUNV Studios original program. The content of this program does not reflect the views or opinions of 91.5 Jazz and More, the University of Nevada, Las Vegas, or the Board of Regents of the Nevada System of Higher Education. Hello to you. I'm Stan, the real estate man, and welcome to the Las Vegas Real Estate Room, where all roads lead to a home. Good morning, and welcome to the Las Vegas Real Estate Room. I'm Stan, the real estate man. I'm here with my distinguished guest, Miss Rachel Nichols. Please say hello to the audience, Miss Nichols. Hello, everyone. Happy Super Bowl Sunday. Absolutely, absolutely. And I know everybody's, you know, kicked back and ready for the game. Mm-hmm. Rachel, who do you like in the game? Uh... I'm a loyal Chargers fan. I know they're not playing, <laughs> but I'm keeping hope alive. Well, I'm a loyal, loyal Browns fan, so I'm rooting for the Browns this year. There you go. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well, listen, folks, my license is 2828, and I've been a licensed realtor in Las Vegas, Nevada, since 1988. How about you, Rachel? What's, what's your... Uh, license number and how long you been doing loans uh my nmls number is one six nine 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 seven i've been a licensed lender in las vegas since 2018 great yeah great great what company do you work for i'm with fairway independent mortgage here in las vegas absolutely great great well on today's show we will talk about different types of real estate loans and getting approved for such Also, we we will talk about buying and selling real estate. I really want to touch base on selling new homes, okay? Mm -hmm. Now, Rachel, on a uh, conventional loan, let's talk about a little bit about the minimum down payment and things of this nature. So what would be the minimum down payment for a conventional loan? Well, if you're a first-time home buyer and you're actually going to live in the residence, uh, the minimum down payment is 3%. If this is your second time purchasing, then you would put down 5% if you're going to live in the property. And that also applies to if you're buying a multi-unit, so two uh, duplex, a triplex, or fourplex, uh, you only need 5% down for a conventional loan. And as far as credit score, minimum is 620. Of course, we want more. You get better rates. You know, you get the the higher your score, the better the terms are for your loan. I would say it's more forgiving. You know, (laughs) Um, people think that if they file for bankruptcy or, you know, foreclosure, short sale, anything like that, there are different timelines for different loans. And so um, that's something that we look at as well. Now, do you offer a program where somebody can buy a house one day after a foreclosure or bankruptcy or Chapter 7, that sort of thing? Maybe they have to pay a little higher interest rate? Not one day because it's brand new. But oh. there are brokers that kind of, you know, they high, they charge higher fees and they have higher rates. Mm-hmm. So I can see what's out there, but one day is kind of close and kind of pushing it. Okay. Mm-hmm. So what's the normal length of time um well for f for conventional 
if it's a bankruptcy, it's four years. Short sale is four years, and foreclosure is seven years. Uh, FHA, which we're gonna, I know we're gonna get to. Um, after two years of bankruptcy, you can purchase again. Otherwise, short sale or foreclosure, you have to wait three years. So it's a little less time. Okay. Well, folks, what we don't want you to do is be in that boat because it makes it rough on you, you know, to get another house. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, you must try to, you know, keep yourself afloat and keep yourself in your home. Right. Now, let's talk a little bit about FHA. Oh, no, let's go back a little bit here because I, I want the audience to know what the loan limit is for conventional loans. Okay. So for conventional loans, uh, that right now was just up, updated January 1st, and the loan amount is $766,550 uh, in our county, in Clark County. And that puts your loan amount at about seven eighty five or so. Uh, depending on the down payment, but that's about right. Okay. Now, in this scenario, is the seller, let's say, able to pay some of your closing costs for a loan limit like that? Absolutely. So um, we have seller concessions. There are maximums. Concessions are credits. I'm sorry. Um, And there are maximums that a seller is allowed to contribute, and it's usually based on the down payment. So, if you're putting less than 10% down, then the most they can contribute for a conventional loan is 3%. Um, if you're putting between 10 and 25% down, then the most they can put, in, I mean, uh, credit you is 6%. And that's, again, for a primary residence. Um, if you're putting down 25%, then they can contribute up to 9%. Wow, 9% yeah. towards your closing cost. Yeah, and that's 9% of the purchase price. Now, um, on an FHA, let's talk a little bit about FHA loan. In fact, explain to the audience what FHA stands for. That's the Federal Housing Administration, which basically says it's a government loan. <laughs> so uh, the government is backing the loan, and so they have their own guidelines of what's acceptable and, you know, as far as the property is concerned and as far as the buyer is concerned. Now, when you say backing the loan, what do you mean by that? How do they back this loan? Um, well, conventional is more for private backing, so that's Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac. Convent- I mean, uh, FHA is backed by the actual federal government, and backing means... Basically, that they protect the loan, maybe yes, something thank like you. that. Okay. Yeah, that will work. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. So I guess if somebody goes belly up, they step in and, and cure, they, cure the loan. Yes. Yeah. Oh, great, great. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like protection. It is definitely for the lender as well. Now, what's the minimum down payment and the FICO score needed for this type of loan? Uh, minimum down payment is three point five percent. And the FICO score needed is a 580 to just even be eligible. Um, you still have to pass through the system approval, so it's not black and white, but that's your starting point. You have to have at least that. So the FICO score is a little bit lower than the conventional loan. Definitely. It's a first-time buyer-friendly product. So if you've, you know, if this is your first time and even if it's not, you know, I mean, you've had a rough run of things and, you know, you've worked on your score to get it to that or it's dropped a little bit, then this is definitely an option. 
Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, what is the loan limits of this type of loan? Uh, for Clark County, that one is $498,257, which puts your down payment, I mean, after your down payment, your purchase price would be about 515000 Okay. Yeah, which is nice because it wasn't like that before. <laughs> well, they uh, seems like they've escalated the loan limits to match the sales price of these properties that are on the market now. Yeah, things have really increased. So they've made the adjustment, and I'm glad they've did it and done it in such a timely manner because, you know, usually it lags. Right. So, yeah, right. They, they're on top of it. So that means that your down payment is appropriate purchase price. Yes, yes, okay. absolutely. Now let's move on to VAs a little bit here. Okay. Um, explain to the audience what a VA loan is. It's for veterans only. It's a Veterans Affairs loan, and it's also government-backed. So it's backed by um, the veterans section of the federal government. Okay. Um, with that one, the biggest benefit is there is no down payment required. So if this if you're a first time home buyer, you're using your VA entitlement, you do not you're not required to put down a down payment. Um, you do have, depending on what your entitlement, your certificate of eligibility says, you may have a funding fee if it doesn't say exempt. Um, otherwise, you just have your closing costs, and a lot of times the seller will cover that. You know, just as a, as a thank you. <laughs> so if the seller is going to cover the closing costs, is there a maximum or a minimum that they can contribute towards a VA loan? So that one is, you know, this one is actually pretty nice. So if it's just the closing costs and they're buying down the rate, the seller can pay for all of it. So you don't have to come out of pocket at all. If you pay for your appraisal up front, then that money can be credited back and you can actually get a refund for purchasing your house. Oh, great. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's super. Yeah. And the main thing between VA, these government-backed loans, VA and FHA, is they have to be primary residences for at least 12 months. So they have to live in the property for at least 12 months. Absolutely. And if they don't and they get caught, what happens? Well, it could be considered mortgage fraud, and you don't want that because typically you can't buy another home, what is it, seven years now? Wow. So it's like putting your foot in the bankruptcy quicksand yeah you don't want to you don't want to even test that and people always ask me like how do they know how do they know well all these government agencies talk so if you change your address with the post office then the government's going to be notified because the post office is a government entity as well so they're going to find out if you're not in that property yeah and then they might assume You've rented that property out. Mm-hmm. It just take a little research, but yeah, it'll trigger something. And then you'll have a fish hook in your mouth. <laughs> You're on the hook. <laughs> and one foot in the door of the clink. Yes, yes. <laughs> okay. So, you know, play the game on the up and up, folks. Yeah, it's not worth it. Trust no, me. Just it, do it, the work. It, it's really not. Mm-hmm. Now, on that VA loan, what's the minimum or maximum loan limit that a person can receive? Well, maximum loan amount with Fairway is $2 million. Now, I've seen a lot of places where there is no limit, but it depends on the lender that you go with and how much risk they want to take. But with us, it's $2 million. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're not putting any money down, do you whack them on the interest rate? No. Actually, their rates are better than the other two. Wow. Yeah. 
Yeah, those rates are much better. They, I think when I leave today, I'm going to go join the military. Wait a minute. Wait, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I, I, I don't want to. <laughs> right. Well, you know, they have some benefits for military. Yeah. yeah. Now, let's talk about our first responders and teachers. Okay. Um, what do you offer for those folks? There are down payment assistance programs through Nevada's Home is Possible. Okay. Um, they have those hero programs. And so, and then I, I have a couple other programs that um, uh, they, they look out basically for our heroes. And so uh, paramedics and doctors and nurses and veterinarians even. I have a doctor loan program as well. Now, do they receive better interest rates, perhaps, or equal interest rates? I would say the rates are competitive. Um, their benefits are more that their student loans aren't counted towards their debt-to-income. Um, so there's some other benefits that they can get. Um, okay. If it's more the down payment assistance program, then they get money. So it just depends on the purchase price and okay. what they qualify for. So listen, folks, if you want to know about those first responder loans. Yeah, 702-551-9511. Or you can email me at rachel.nichols at fairwaymc.com. And you can also call me, if you can reach Rachel, which I know you can, at 702-809-2949. And you have a website, too, don't you? Yes, my website is newhomesafari.com. Okay, I don't have a website, but I have Instagram at loansbyrachelnicole.com. That's my middle name. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now, let's talk a little bit about how a person gets qualified for a loan. Okay. Um, Well, the process itself, it's always fun. I love the first step when people call and they say, oh, I just don't know, you know, I, I don't think I can, and then I run everything, and they are. <laughs> so, right. yeah, you never know until you actually start, and I think the conversation itself is, you can re- you can read me, you can ask me whatever you want, we can build some rapport, you know, and I can kind of let you know I'm going to guide you through the whole process, I'm going to educate you um, as much as I can, I'm going to make sure when you say, okay, it's a solid okay, not like an Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Some of those blind okays yeah. that, that you might get from some type of lender. Right. Right. No, I, I want to make sure that you're aware because this is the biggest purchase of your life. So I just want to make sure you're comfortable and, you know, the terms, you're you're just in the right spot. Um, but as far as the process, so, again, the phone call. So I kind of ask you a few questions. Um, how soon are you looking to move? How long have you been on your job? Um, do you know where your credit score is? And if so, what's on your credit score? What, you know, your credit report or what's making it where be where it is? What amount are you comfortable with paying? You know, because sometimes people are approved for 3000 a month, let's say, but they're more comfortable paying 2000 So I want to make sure even if you are approved for that much, you know, you're still comfortable. Okay, so that's the loan application part. Somewhat, because then I send the link and you fill everything out. 
Okay. Mm-hmm. So this is something that they can do online with you? Yes. I'm licensed in six states altogether. And so I do a lot of virtual work. I don't I can't fly all over the world. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, um, it's definitely I send a link and they just click on it. I can text it or email it. They fill it out. They upload their documents. And then once I get everything, I run it and see where we are. So you do the loan application. Now, the loan application, is, is there a cost to the potential buyer? No. All of our services are free. Um, we get paid by our company once you actually close the loan. So I can work with you for months, weeks, years, if necessary, to get you, you know, in a pre-approved position. And then you can, you know, find a home. Well, her job, is, I feel, is more important than mine because if you don't have a loan, there's nothing I can show you. Right. That's true. Because then you're blindly looking for property. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Now, after you do all the disclosures, mm-hmm. you send them to underwriting. Yes. My company offers pre-underwriting. So we know that you're approved as a buyer and you can make an offer with confidence. So we submit your application, your documents to an underwriter. They review everything. You know, they run all the checks. Make sure you are you. <laughs> they check with the uh, Social Security Administration, the IRS. Make sure you file your taxes. You know, all those things. And then um, we get an answer back, and then we can issue your pre-approval letter with confidence. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, this pre-approval letter, how long is it good for? It's good for. It says on there six sixty days, but. Honestly, if we have a conversation and you tell me, oh, well, I haven't bought a new helicopter, you know. Right, right. <laughs> that would be under the do's and don'ts. Right, right which we'll get to. <laughs> but, yes, um, you know, I, I, our, your credit report is good for four months. So I have no issue with reissuing a preapproval letter within that time as long as the credit is still good. Okay, so everything has to stay stable then. Yes. Yes, definitely. We don't want any surprises, you know, when we go into contract and you've already been pre-underwritten. So I've had people call me and say, oh, you know, I'm getting a promotion at work. Okay, well, great. That's great. But if you're changing jobs, I need to know that, too. You know, if you have to get a new car or, you know, yours is broken down, whatever it is, um, you want to definitely let me know so that we can make the adjustments. Okay. Mm -hmm. So once uh, we know all this information, then we can start the home search. Mm -hmm. Now, you have a deal here with purchase price negotiation. So what's that about? Uh, That is, oh, that's you. (laughs) Oh, okay. So I I thought that might have been me, but I just wanted to make sure because I thought maybe you were doing my job. No, 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 no. Well, that's when I, uh, I'm happy to, you know, meet with you and, and congratulate you on your loan approval. And then I, uh, you know, assume the responsibility of finding you a home. Mm-hmm. Now, we'd like to talk about uh, one more thing here, uh, USDA loans. Okay. So what is the USDA loan about? It is another government-backed loan, uh, primary residence only. There is no down payment required, and it does require a 620 credit score. Now, different loans have different, different. I'm sorry, different properties have different terms that they accept. So uh, the listing agent typically knows if it's FHA approved, conventional, VA, or if it's in a USDA uh, designated area. And so um, 
USDA is, is you know, it's friendly if you want to be on the outskirts of town or if you want to be in a rural area where there's lots of land, you know, with a home. So um, I know Pahrump used to be one of those areas. Uh, I guess it recently, well, within the last couple of years, um, their population went above the maximum. So they're, from what I understand, it was, it's no longer USDA. But there are certain areas outside of Vegas that are USDA approved. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So uh, they have a FICO score of, what, 620, something Six, like that? Uh-huh, 620. And then now, um, do they have loan limits for this type of loan? So they have debt-to-income limits. And oh, okay. so... As long as your debt to income falls within their guidelines, which are low, I will say that. So um believe if I remember off the top of my head, it is like 29 and 35, which are, you know, numbers that go deeper than the surface. <laughs> That's incredibly low. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it's very low, but um it works for people who make you know, decent money. I have a couple right now, they uh, get adoption income and um, they just recently got pre-underwritten and approved for this type of loan. Using adoption income. Yes, yes, yes. That's guaranteed income. It's non-taxable. Same with retirement, social security. You know, there's there's a few incomes like that. Now, what kind of documents do you need for loans from a, a potential buyer? Um... In general, it's the financials. So we need, uh, you know, if you're a W-2 employee, we need your W-2s for the last two years, uh, pay stubs for the last 30 days, um, bank statements or retirement statements that you're going to use for the purchase. So if you have that little $5 account that's been sitting there, we don't need that one, but you can send me all the rest. Um, what else? And then your ID, of course, we want to make sure, again, that you're you. And then if you're a self-employed borrower, we need two years of business tax returns, which could be your personal if you have a Schedule C. And then um, year-to-date profit and loss statement. Um, and then a business license or, you know, proof that you have something on file with the Secretary of State. Now, <laughs> we have a lot of people that work in the casino industry and, uh, you know, real realtors such as myself that have 1099 jobs. Mm-hmm. So what kind of documents do you need from those folks? That would apply. So the, the two years tax returns and the profit and loss statement, like <laughs> oh. your license number. Yeah. So that's really all we would need. And then we calculate your net income on your tax returns um, averaged over two years. So this profit and loss statement, they must be able to keep it in check and keep it current. Yeah, you want to make sure you bookkeep and you know what's coming in and what's going out because the underwriter is going to require that. That These are for traditional loans. Um, there are other loans, of course, that, you know, like the bank statement loan. We don't need the profit and loss statement for that because they do a calculation based on your deposits and your withdrawals. So there's Mm -hmm. different loan types, but this is kind of like a general idea. Now let's talk a little bit about students that might want to buy a home. Mm -hmm. What's the impact of student loans on a potential student buyer? So it'll depend on the loan type because each one has its own calculation. 
Um, I will tell you the most beneficial one is if they can go conventional because if they can get an income-based repayment plan, I've had clients who've had $250,000 in student loans. $250,000? Oh, yeah. Super smart. <laughs> they taking a lot of classes, folks. <laughs> yes. I, 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 you know, I, I just admire people that... <laughs> that stick their neck out like that. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, they they had $250,000 in student loans. They applied for the income-based repayment plan based on their income. And it came back that they had a $0 payment a month. So we didn't have to include their student loans at all. Oh, that's super. Yeah. That's one of the tricks a lot of lenders don't use. But I think it's it's a big one. It's a really, really beneficial one. Um, For FHA, we use... Let's see, half a percent of the balance. So, um, yeah, I I do all the math on that. (laughs) And then for VA, it's half a percent divided by 12 months. So that one's a low, a very low uh, payment amount. But conventional is the one if we can get that zero dollar payment. Now, do they have to show that they graduated with a diploma or anything? For that one, if they just got out, yes. They want to make sure they have their diploma because they're going to ask for transcripts if they don't have a work history. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, so they ask for transcripts with no work history. Yeah. So basically, once they graduate or whatever, or during school, if they wanted to try and buy a home, they can do so. Yes. So now you don't have to uh, worry about walking around campus. You can, you know... Ride in your car to your home. Look and, at you, and, yes. And study late at night as mm. much as you want. Yeah. And still be building up equity for your home that you're living in while in school that's or right. out. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Mm-hmm. Now let's talk about a little bit about people owning the IRS. Okay. So um, they, yeah, a lot of people are scared to apply because they haven't filed their taxes or. They owe money and, you know, they don't know how that impacts it. And all we do is ask you to get on a repayment plan with the IRS. Um, We use that amount uh, that's approved by them to and we add it to your debt to income. So we um, just work it into the loan. And, you know, if you need to make a payment, you know, by the time we close, just make sure you make it on time. But outside of that, I mean, as long as you're on a payment plan you and you owe the IRS, then you can buy a home if the numbers work out. So don't be afraid of the IRS chasing you around. Right. As long as you're set up to make payments, you can buy a home. Yes, yes. Okay. Well, to wrap up a little bit, I want to tell you a little bit about a home that uh, is on the market. This home is priced at $10 million. This home is designed for the car enthusiast in mind, boasting space for up to seven cars in an optional show garage with a turntable. The home is laden with amenities that include a movie theater, gym, glass corner office, office, a billiards room, and a private casita accessible from the main home or private driveway. The auto court includes space for a basketball half court with additional opportunities to enjoy a variety of hobbies. This home boasts 7,976 square feet, four bedrooms, five and a half baths, and a seven-car garage. 
I can be reached at 702-809-2949. I'd like to thank everybody for tuning in to the show. Um, anything else you'd like to add, Ms. Nichols? No, uh, I guess just, get, you know, uh, our contact information. So Please give it to them again. Okay, Rachel Nichols uh, from Fairway Independent Mortgage. My number is 702-551-9511. Email is rachel.nichols at fairwaymc.com. Great. Now, we'll look forward to hearing from everybody and anybody that wants some real estate help. We're here to help you. Our next show will be next next month, the sex, second Sunday of the month. So uh, enjoy your Super Bowl day. That's right. Go Chargers. And go Browns. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning in. And, uh, again, if you need us. 702-551-9511. Or myself at 702-809-2949. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening to the Las Vegas Real Estate Road. I can be reached at 702-809-2949. Or you can go to my website, newhomesafari.com. And please remember, nothing comes to a sleeper but dreams. <laughs>